Does God speak to children? What does it look like? What can we do as parents to help our children recognize the Holy Ghost and what God is trying to tell them? Those are the types of things we want to explore in this episode. Welcome to the My Teaching Matters podcast, where our mission is to help you, the intentional parent, to teach your children in such a way that they can personally experience the power of Jesus Christ while still at home. everyone. I'm Lindsay Jensen, and I am here with my mom and co-host, Leslie Johnson. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to switch it up a little bit. So instead of our typical gleaning from my wise mother, she's going to interview me. Yep. This is this is a good choice for me. So <laughs> what, what brought this on is that Lindsay had a really neat experience a few weeks ago, and I really wanted her to share this experience with you. So we decided that we would kind of mix it up and let her do most of the talking. But Lindsay, tell us the question that we're going to explore today. Yeah, the question today is, what does personal revelation look like for a child? Um, it's kind of an interesting question. And before I go into my answer and my experience, mom, I have a question for you. And, and also those of you listening, I'd love for you to kind of ponder it yourself. But at what age do you think a child can start to receive personal revelation? Wow, that's a really deep question, and um, I don't know exactly the answer for that. I don't know that there's a specific age that I could say, but I do believe that it is younger than we oftentimes give our give our kids credit for. I have been amazed at what these young kids can do, and so I would say that there's not, don't put a limit on it. Just try it and see. Yeah. No. So I think before, I don't know, I don't know when, but I think my original kind of paradigm would have been like, once they become a youth, right? Young men, young women, mm-hmm. that that's kind of really when you want them to start developing their testimony. Um, Deacon Beehive. Um, I would say maybe a little bit before that, where, you know, upper primary, you're wanting them to start to prepare. Um, I would have said, probably not really before they're baptized is what I would have thought um, to have at least, you know, yeah. Personal revelation, I think is, I would have, to me, it took a long time to develop that. I, I'm still learning how to do that. So I wouldn't have known, but um, so that was my original thought. But as I've been teaching my kids and have kind of, you know, been pushing the boundaries, I'm realizing that I think it's, it's younger than that. Um uh, so anyway, let me just interrupt there, go ahead. Lindsay, really quick. It's because I think a lot of our listeners, this actually is a is a question that we get quite often is, um, you know, my kids are really little. What can I expect from them? Um, and so we kind of don't know what to expect from our little ones. And so I liked when you says, I'm kind of pushing the boundaries. You're kind of experimenting to see. And I think that that... Um, it's going to be really important for us as you share with us some of the experiences that you've had in, in testing those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me share a little bit of what happened then. Um, our theme for June has been that of growing and sharing our testimonies. Um, right. So at the, the end of June, we're going to be talking about Ammon going on his mission to the Lamanites. We're talking about Alma and his missions 
um, to, you know, how he traveled among the Nephites. Um, at the beginning of June, we started with the word, you know, the words about Alma. If, if you have received that mighty change of heart, can you feel so now? And so with my kids, we were talking about, you know, what a testimony is. Um, yeah, what can you have a testimony about? What does it, you know, how, um, yeah, that was the beginning. What is a testimony? Then the next week, we talked about Alma's words and how through fasting and prayer, he knew the truth from the Holy Ghost. And so we wanted to talk about how we can gain our own testimonies. And um, my my husband and I, as we were talking about it, we wanted to give our children an experience to, to try to develop their own testimonies. Um, and, you know, that's one of the great things I think about doing church at home is that instead of just talking about what a testimony is, instead of just, you know, reading the scripture about Alma and saying that the Holy Ghost can whisper truth to us, at home we can actually experience it, right? At home we have the ability to, over the course of a week, over the course of a day, over the course of a month, to spend time really focusing on something and trying, you know, learning to act and develop those things. So we wanted, basically, for our children to have an experience where they tried to develop their own testimony. And I wasn't really sure what to expect. My kids are um, seven, almost five. At the end of this month, she'll be five, and then just barely turned three, and then a two-month-old. Um, so th those are the ages of my kids. And I wasn't really sure what to expect, but we wanted to do this thing with testimonies. So on Monday night for family home evening, we asked the kids what they wanted to have a, learn, have a testimony about. We kind of reviewed testimonies and we talked about, you know, what is it something that you want to know? And my daughter, Katie, who's my four-year-old, um, says, well, I want to know if the scriptures are true. I say, that's excellent. That's great. Um, Brooke, my two-year-old, I guess, yeah, two at the time, almost three. She says, I want to know, or... Actually, I don't think she really knew. I think I kind of prompted her about to know if she's a child of God. And she agreed that that was a, she wanted to know if she was a child of God. Um, and then Evelyn, my oldest, I think she started out with scriptures. I don't remember what she started with. She was knowing the scriptures were true or knowing if Jesus, something about Jesus. I don't remember. But then she changed it and she says, I want to know if Jesus can help my staph infection go away. So to back up just a minute, um, Evelyn had had a staph infection for the past, oh, a little bit more than two weeks. Um, and staph infection is basically just a bacterial infection on your skin. And we had gotten some cream for it. It had gone away on her face, but it was not going away. It had not really hardly made any progress on her chest. And um, it had been there for, yeah, it was not healing quickly, even though it had been there for a couple of weeks. And we'd been using the, the cream that the doctor had prescribed. Um, and I felt like... In that moment, as the mother, as we're sitting here talking about testimonies, and I'm like, well, if Jesus can make your staph infection go away, that's not really a testimony question. Um, if Jesus can do miracles is a testimony question, I says, but that's really specific. And this is all going through my mind. I'm like, if we want, if I want my daughter to experience a testimony, is that what I want her to be asking? <laughs> right? Because I know that Christ can, he can do miracles, but he doesn't always do the miracles that we ask for um anyway so i was really kind of you know just this quick feeling like i had to, to tell her yes or no feeling this internal battle and i wasn't sure what to do um and in that moment though i had a very clear thought and it was i'd say clearer than than often my revelations come um but it was very clear and it says i felt like god was telling me i want to speak to them Teach your children to hear my voice. Let them ask me. 
I will answer their prayers. And so with as much faith as I could muster, I was like, yes, Evelyn, you can ask Jesus if he can help your staph infection go away. Um, And so I, yes, we talked about it a little bit more. So so my daughter Katie wanted to know if the scriptures were true. Evelyn wanted to know if Jesus could still do miracles and make her staph infection go away. Um, And so then we talked about what it required to grow a testimony. And so we read that verse about in Alma about um, through much study or fasting and prayer, he knew the truth from the Holy Ghost. And so I asked him, I says, okay, your testimony comes through the Holy Ghost. What does the Holy Ghost feel like? And so we talked a little bit about what the Holy Ghost felt like. Um, and I told them to pay attention to the Holy Ghost. And he says, now, here's the other thing that for me personally, I don't always feel the Holy Ghost answer me when I pray, but I can often hear his voice when I'm reading the scriptures. And I told them that. And um, I told them that we were going to follow up on Sunday, that we were going to take all week to be praying and learning and trying to get an answer to our prayers. And that following Sunday, we would follow up and I would ask them what happened and how it went. Um, So throughout the week, I saw my kids put extra effort into reading their scriptures, Katie in particular, because she wanted to know if the scriptures were true. Um, She can't even read. Okay, she's four, almost five. Yeah, she can't read the scriptures. But, you know, during quiet time, I would see her on her bed just looking through the Book of Mormon picture book. And, um, anyway, and that kind of melted my heart. But yeah, she would just, she would look through that. And then Evelyn and I had a conversation about how, you know, if we want Jesus to help us, then we have to do our part. But often the Holy Ghost can help us know what we need to do for Jesus to help us. And, so I was asking her if she felt like there was anything that she needed to, or that she could do or that she needed to do so that Jesus could help her. And she told me that she felt like she needed to take more showers and to also be better at putting on the cream. Um, and she also wanted to be more diligent in reading her scriptures because she felt like reading her scriptures is how Jesus could help her. Um, so she did that. She was more diligent about reading her scriptures as well. And it was really cool for me then as the week progressed and I watched... Evelyn's staph infection get better and better. Um, it made more progress those next couple days than it had the entire week before. Um, and I felt like God was telling me yet again, I want to speak to them. You need to just help them hear my voice. Um, so on Sunday, then we shared our experiences of that week. And I'm going to insert, I, I, we ended up recording some of their experiences because it was so neat. Not at, not at that Sunday, but later because... I was proud of them. And um, anyway, so I'm going to insert some of what my four-year-old and seven-year-old have said about this. What are some of the things that you girls have learned? Katie? That the scriptures are true. And how do you know that the scriptures are true? So we got the And how did Jesus tell you that you serve them? He told you through the Holy Ghost? How did he, how, what did it feel like? Love. It felt like love? Yeah. When did he tell you through the Holy Ghost? <coughs> you don't know? Come here. When did you feel that love? Did you feel it when you read the scriptures? Or when you prayed? Or when you were playing? 
for when did you feel the love? When I read the scriptures. When you read the scriptures? So when you read the scriptures you can know that they're true because the Holy Ghost tells you and we feel love. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. That's excellent. Avi, what do you have a testimony about? Jesus can do miracles. You learned that Jesus can do miracles? Yes. How did you learn that? What happened? Like, when did he tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, when I read my scriptures, he tells me that the scriptures are true. When did he tell you that? When I read my scriptures. Did he come, or how do you know that? How did you know he was talking to you? It was kind of like a thought, but a voice. Kind of like a thought, but a voice told you that? Yes. That's cool. Did it tell you anything else? No. It just staph infection and you wanted to know Jesus could help it go away and when you prayed and we're reading your scripture you heard a voice kind of like a thought that told you what he can't make it go away but that you had to do some things huh that you had to make sure that you showered every day and help put your cream on and some of the things that were best for it, huh? Mm -hmm. It is. And what did it feel like, Evelyn? Love. Felt like love and peace and comfort. Felt like love and peace and comfort? Yes. I love that, Evelyn. So are you learning to recognize the Holy Ghost? Yes. Do you know what, do you do you feel like you can do you know what the Holy Ghost feels like? Yes. Yeah? So that's what we recorded, but I'll have you know that we took about 15 minutes and cut it down to three. And so just for the sake of your time and interest, I did take out a lot of this. Lindsay, um, I haven't heard your inserts yet, but this story um, touches my heart. Um, there's nothing more powerful than um, a mother willing to seek guidance. And I think this story illustrates so beautifully how anxious our Heavenly Father is at wanting to teach his children. We have to remember that these are his children and he has a vested interest in their development spiritually and he wants to help us mothers. And so as mothers, we are entitled to that revelation to help our children because our children are his children as well. And so you have just showed very beautifully how Heavenly Father um, does want to talk to his children, including us as caregivers for our children and his children.
Um, I want to just point out a few things uh, I noticed as you were um, telling that story. Um, not, number one was I loved how you asked your children what they wanted to know. And each one of them wanted to know something different. Um, I don't know if I would have, at the, when I was a young mom, I don't think I would have had the confidence or the even the idea to ask my kids what they wanted to know. I would have probably just told them this is what we're going to do. Um, but there is much more power in letting them choose what it is that they want to work on. And so when you ask them, what is what testimony do you want to have? Um, I think that's a beautiful question. And and your little one, Brookie, who's just two, you, you do have to give some guidance there. She doesn't really know what you're talking about or what you're doing. And so your role then is to is to kind of guide and to kind of help, um, but allow them to make as much of the choice as they can by themselves. Um, the next thing that I noticed that I, I loved was um, the questions that you asked. You asked some wonderful questions. We have a, another episode where we are talking about the, the right kind of questions and how the questions that we ask can guide them and lead them to the experiences that we want them to have. And, um, you know, you shared your experience of how the Holy Ghost talks to, to you as you're talking to them and trying to teach them what the Holy Ghost feels like. You shared with them, you know, I don't always feel the Holy Ghost when I'm praying, but I feel him speaking to me more often when I'm reading the scriptures. And so you shared your experience with them, um, which helps them kind of hear different ideas of how the Holy Ghost speaks and how they might be speaking to them. Um, and then I loved how you invited them to act. The power of acting on the principle of the gospel is where change happens. And that's what I see happening with your children as you invited them to act and then you followed up and they came back and they shared with you what they learned and what that meant. And as they share with you, then their testimonies are strengthened because they are recognizing and seeing God's hand in their lives. So you are creating this opportunity for them to, to see and to, um, internalize what God is doing to help them. So that follow-up was, I, it was amazing. That's exactly um, how those kind of things should work. So anyway, that kind of just um, taking what you're, the story that you told and pointing out some of the things that I saw that um, were really helpful as we think about that learning cycle. Yeah. Well, thanks, mom. I know. I think you're right. I, I like, I think you pointed out some important things. Letting them choose is, is critical because I think that's, you know, and if I think of any time I've received personal revelation, it's because I wanted to, right? It's because I was struggling with something or I needed to know something. It's not because someone told me. Right. Um, it is a very personal thing. It's a very personal thing. And we need to remember that it is for our kids as well. Um, yeah, so as you can tell from the the audios when you listen to the kids, they um they're still children, but they're they learned to recognize the Holy Ghost, and I felt like that's what God was telling me that he wants to talk to my children. And my role is to help them recognize his voice. Right? My little 2-month-old right now can't she doesn't understand what I'm saying. She has no clue. 
what I'm saying or what her sisters are telling her. Um, she is going to learn and grow up and she's going to learn those words and she's going to learn how to communicate. And, you know, that's what I've had to do. I think that's what all of us have had to do with, with the Holy Ghost and with the Spirit is learn that other language that he speaks. Learning to recognize when he's speaking and how to know what he's saying. And my role is to help my kids do that. Um, yeah, so they, they're starting to, as you, as you can hear from those audios, that they, they recognize that they know these things through the Holy Ghost. And they are starting to associate what the Holy Ghost feels like for them and what it sounds like for them. Um, so yeah, that whole experience was just really amazing to me. Um, from the time that I felt the very clear impression to let my daughter Evelyn ask God for this miracle because he wanted to talk to them. He wanted to show his power to them. Um, and I realized that my job was to teach them to hear his voice. I was amazed at how much my children understood and developed during that time. Um, they came away with, you know, a little testimony of something. They each had a very personal experience with Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. Um, right, that's what I wanted all along. That was my goal. But I feel like I didn't really know what to expect. And I felt like God took my meek efforts and then he magnified them to more than I could have hoped for. Um, you know, my, my seven-year-old is, you can tell that she, you know, her testimony, her experience was a little bit more meaningful than my four-year-old. Um, and yeah, my two-year-old was, you know, she wanted to bear her testimony as well. But um, it's, yeah, it's hard, I think, at that age to, she's still really young, still learning how to communicate normally, let alone with the Holy Ghost. But, um, but it was a really neat. So I guess I just want, I wanted to share that experience with you guys and then leave you with a question and a challenge. And that is, as you think about your children, what is it that you can do to help them receive their own personal revelation? And the challenge is to go do it. So let me repeat that question. What can you do to help your children receive their own personal revelation? And then go do it. Um, I think God wants to talk to our children. He wants them to experience his power. And that's, that's what we care about with the, with this, my teaching matters with the podcast in general, it's helping you teach your children in such a way that they get to experience the power of Christ. Lindsay, that's beautiful. I um, absolutely agree with what you said that that is what God wants. He wants to be a part of it. So as we ask on behalf of our children, we, we will be guided and we will be directed to do those things that will help our children learn and grow um, in ways that their Heavenly Father wants them to. So, Lindsay, if you will just take a second and recap uh, what what we, what we are our takeaways from this episode. Yeah, so takeaways. One, God wants to speak to our children. We just have to help them recognize His voice. Um, he wants to do it. He's itching, ready to talk to them, um, and we need to help, help them understand Him. Um, and the second is that I don't think our kids need to be baptized to receive their own revelation, um, right? Even converts of all ages, they receive that testimony. They receive that influence of the Holy Ghost before they're baptized. Baptism is just now the, um, you know, when you get the gift of the Holy Ghost, it can now be with you all the time. And imagine how much sweeter that gift will be when they can already recognize the Holy Ghost with them. Um, so even young kids can 
um, can start to receive their own revelation if we if we let them if we teach them how. So, um, so don't and I wait. Want you to finally, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I said no, we don't ahead. need we don't need to wait. Um, like you said, you're pushing the boundaries and you're finding um, different ways that the Holy Ghost can talk to them, even as as young as they are. And so, I love that. Yeah. And so then the the last takeaway would be to remember the challenge. Find one thing that you can do to help your children receive their own personal revelation and go do it. Um, I think those are the three main takeaways. Um, and with that, I the very last thing is that if you found this episode helpful, if you think that it's enjoyable to or helpful for you to think about, you know, where your kids are at and how they might be able to receive their own personal revelation. If you have friends that you think would appreciate this, please share it with them and go and review our podcast on iTunes. Um, there's still time for the end of the month. We're trying to get 60 reviews so that we can then give everybody a free family experience or game that helps kids recognize how God speaks to us, which would actually, I think, really help with with this idea of getting your own personal revelation. Um, because in order to receive that personal revelation, you have to understand how God speaks to you. And so if you can do that groundwork beforehand to understand how God speaks to you, then it'll be a lot easier to receive that personal revelation. So go give us a review so that we can give that out to all of you. And remember that your teaching matters. You, the way you teach your children makes all the difference in the world. All right. See you all next week. Your teaching matters. <laughs>